This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Automakers, suppliers, and dealers reported stronger sales and profits than anyone expected in the third quarter. But how much will the market recover? That's the question we put to Charlie Chesborough, the chief economist at Cox Automotive. He was our guest on AutoLine After Hours yesterday, and here's what he told us. Well, our expectation is we're going to finish this year around 14.3, 14.4 million, somewhere in there. Uh, and then next year, we're expecting the, the recovery to continue. We're, we're not expecting the market to go down next year. Where the risks are high. We are really concerned about uh, certainly the election coming up next week. That can add all kinds of outcomes as a result of that. Uh, but we're really just most concerned about the, the, the economy itself and COVID and whether we do have the second wave. Uh, but assuming that we do get the stimulus, our assumption is the market's going to rise to about 15.2 million uh, next year. So about 900,000 higher than this year. A nice gain, uh, but we're not expecting any kind of V-shaped recovery getting back to a 17 million market. Uh, you know, certainly it's going to take us a couple years before we're going to get back uh, to that level. It's great to hear that sales in the U.S. market could grow by 900,000 vehicles next year. Even so, that means there'll still be 2 million less than last year. And Chesborough says the market will not fully recover to 17 million units a year until 2024-2025. Charlie shared a ton of great information with us, and you can watch that entire show on our website or YouTube channel. We got a fascinating study of the electric pickup truck market from Warren Brown, an automotive consultant. He points out that there will be nine electric pickups in the U.S. market by 2023, and they're going to have an average transaction price over $67,000, including incentives. That's 20 grand more than the average transaction price of a crew cab 4x4 pickup with a gasoline engine. But none of the electrics will have a 4-foot by 8-foot bed, which is kind of a litmus test for full-size pickups. They won't have regular cabs, extended cabs, or chassis cabs either. And a full-size bed and different cab sizes are critically important for the fleet market and for a lot of retail customers, too. That's why Brown forecasts that all these pickups, which includes the Cybertruck, F-150, and GMC Hummer, will only generate sales of 40,000 units in 2023. That's all of them together, and it's not a lot of sales. The segment will grow over time, but if Brown is right, those trucks are going to lose a lot of money for the first few years. V2V, or vehicle-to-vehicle communication, could be the biggest breakthrough in automotive safety, even more important than the seatbelt or airbag. That's because V2V could make it almost impossible for cars to crash into each other. The Federal Communications Commission in the U.S. wants to use part of the 5.9 gigahertz radio spectrum to increase Wi-Fi availability and speeds. And it wants to use the remaining part for CV2X, or cellular vehicle-to-everything communication. V2X means your car could communicate with motorcycles, pedestrians, buses, and even traffic signals and signs. V2V technology was first demonstrated 20 years ago, but it never really was implemented because of too much fighting over who gets what part of the 5.9 spectrum. Hopefully, the FCC will settle this once and for all because we could see a dramatic reduction in accidents and traffic fatalities. 
We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. We've got more details about GM's strategy for selling the GMC Hummer EV, and I think we know why only half of GMC's dealers have signed on so far. First, GM gets to keep the $100 registration fee for itself. It's also asking dealers to stick to a no-haggle price, so there's only one price. And lastly, some dealerships just flat out won't be able to sell the Hummer because the local electrical grid can't handle fast chargers. And that's on top of the costs related to sales, service, and charging we mentioned the other day that dealerships will have to fork over. But there is still more time for more to jump on board. The first examples of the Hummer, called the Edition 1, go into production soon, but are billed as 2022 model year vehicles, and the full Hummer EV lineup won't be complete until 2024. And in other GM EV news, it sounds like we'll also see electric versions of the automaker's mid-sized trucks. GM President Mark Royce said it will build EV trucks with a different package than the Hummer for the Chevrolet and GMC model lines, which, quote, then trickles down into mid-sized trucks such as the Colorado and Canyon. Autoline viewer Lambo 2015 wondered if Ram should take the same approach of electrifying a smaller mid-sized truck first because there's already a lot of contenders in that space. Well, it looks like others had thought of that as well. Expanding model ranges and increasing prices are ways for an automaker to generate more income. But there's also risk involved with that. Just ask Nissan. And it's probably why we're seeing Bentley and Aston Martin branching out into new areas. Bentley is making luxury jewelry stamped with its logo, and Aston is building houses. But they're still tying these items into their automotive operations. Bentley says the colors of the stones it's using match nicely with some of the paint colors already in its catalog. So for as little as 6,000 euro, your jewelry can match your car. And Aston Martin's homes can have a specially designed layer to proudly display your favorite Aston Martin. Its first house, called Sylvan Rock, being built on 55 acres in New York, is expected to be done late next year and has a starting price of $7.7 million. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by BorgWarner, propulsion solutions that support a clean energy efficient world. Social responsibility is becoming a bigger issue for companies these days. And here's a few examples. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, a group of companies, including BMW, Volkswagen, BASF, and Samsung, has started a sustainable mining initiative called Cobalt for Development. 
The program will train more than 1,500 cobalt miners by the middle of next year in environmental, social, and governance aspects for responsible mining. None of the companies will operate the mines. The goal is to learn to better understand responsible mining, how to improve living and working conditions for miners, and how to create a sustainable supply chain. And over in China, which leads the world in EV sales, the environmental organization Greenpeace says the country needs to do a better job of recycling and repurposing batteries for electric vehicles. The group says that while EVs are important for environmental reasons, production of batteries is energy and carbon intensive and puts a big strain on the supply chain of raw materials like lithium and cobalt. Greenpeace says that repurposed batteries could save 63 million tons of carbon emissions by not having to build new batteries. And it says that global demand for energy storage could be met by old EV batteries by 2030. Only five years ago, diesel-powered vehicles in Europe accounted for over half of new car sales. But after the VW emission cheating scandal, they fell out of favor. And for the first time ever, electrified vehicles outsold diesels in the EU in September. According to Jado Dynamics, hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and electric vehicles accounted for 25% of all new car sales last month, just barely edging out diesels. While overall sales in Europe were up a little over 1% in September, electrified sales skyrocketed 139% compared to a year ago. European countries are offering big incentives for EVs, so this trend is likely to continue. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.